Hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. I thought for Christmas and New Year's week this year, we would take some time to spotlight the incredible goodness and faithfulness of God. We're at a moment in my story that's extremely difficult. It's the intense darkness before the light shines in brilliance. So sometimes it's good to take a break from unpacking abuse and deception and focus on our Redeemer and Restorer Himself, how He continually works all things together for good in our lives. And really, this relates to the time we are living in right now with the pandemic and everything that's going on around us that is so difficult. It's so important for us to keep our eyes on that one that is changeless, that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's what we're going to do these next two weeks on Redeemed and Restored. So today's episode is called Full Circles in Florida, and I hope this blesses you. We're going to push the pause button from the progression of my descent into deception, which I promise you will be followed by the redemption and restoration that I experience after losing literally everything but a glimmer of my faith. This episode is a power-packed week of full circles and incredible examples of God's faithfulness from my recent trip to Florida. I trust it will encourage you as you consider over this holiday season just how good God really is. I filmed the introduction to this episode in front of the Christmas tree in our living room where we will be celebrating the birth of Christ with our blended family on the day this broadcast goes live on YouTube. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people can find this podcast and be encouraged. You may even know someone who needs to hear this message and find some hope. So please share the link with others. You might even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. So head on over to YouTube and type in Athena Dean Holtz into the search bar and you'll find the video broadcast there. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Today's segment is titled Full Circles in Florida. And in October of this year, 2020, I was on faculty at the Florida Christian Writers Conference. There were so many incredible full circle moments that took place during that week I actually shared quite a bit of it on my All Things podcast, but considering this is Christmas week, I thought I would take this opportunity to really spotlight the faithfulness of God as it happened over this one-week period in October in Florida. If you've been watching for any length of time, you know that my heart is to display the faithfulness of God which always circles back around to Romans 8.28. And the events of that week in Florida were such a powerful example of God's character and how he really does work all things together for good. 
I just had to take time during this holy time of year to share what he has done. So let me kind of set the stage. I originally recorded this story for the All Things podcast from the beach on Santa Maria Island, next door to Bradenton, Florida, where I first served on the faculty at the Florida Christian Writers Conference some 21 years ago. As I recorded the podcast, I had to let my listeners know that they would likely hear some background noise that was not normal for my weekly podcast. It was pouring down rain. And I was in this little tiki hut on the beach. Later on, you could hear in the background these pelicans and seagulls crying as they fought over fish from the ocean, just like a stone's throw away. Okay, so back to the story. I had heard about Billy Wilson, who was the co-founder of the Florida Christian Writers Conference, along with pastor and best-selling author Peter Lord. Peter Lord's book, Hearing God, had impacted my life in an incredible way, and I wanted so badly to teach at that conference in Florida, but I didn't know Billy. And she only invited faculty she personally knew. That was her vetting process and people that she trusted. So a series of events ensued. We ended up connecting when I was in Florida to do some interviews for my first book, Consumed by Success. And she invited me to serve on faculty at the 1999 conference. So I served on the faculty of the Florida Christian Writers Conference numerous times up to 2012 when Eva Marie Everson, best-selling author and president and founder of Word Weavers International, took over the conference when Billy wanted to retire. Now, for those of you who don't know my story, in a nutshell, I survived almost 13 years of incredible spiritual abuse and loss after publishing a book for a man who called himself a pastor who was anything but that. After I walked away from those 13 ugly years of abuse and began to unpack all that happened, the more I researched what I'd been through, the more I clearly understood that what I'd been involved in was a Christian cult led by a narcissistic sociopath of a bully. He quoted scripture out of context to get broken individuals who didn't know enough about the word to question what he was preaching to go along with his agenda. That experience left me emotionally, mentally, relationally, spiritually, and financially bankrupt. He had maneuvered his way into manipulating me into giving my company, Winepress Publishing, my $3.5 million company, 20-year-old reputable publishing company, to his so-called church. In late 2011, when my eyes were opened by God to the deception I'd been under, I walked away with less than nothing and began to process what had just happened to me. My blog was named notafraidtotellmystory.com, and through my writing and unpacking those years, I exposed the evil of the leader and the doctrine he promoted. Ephesians 5.11 tells us to have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, rather expose them. 
So he proceeded to create a fake news website to smear my name and attempt to destroy my credibility and then sent legal documents to every conference I'd ever taught at and threatened each conference director to sue them if they ever invited me back on faculty. Well, Eva Marie Everson received that indictment and said, phooey, inviting me back on faculty for the 2013 conference. Since that time, I've served three or four times on the Florida Christian Writers Conference faculty as God has redeemed my life, put me back into the publishing industry with Redemption Press. When Eva Marie and her organization took over the Florida Christian Writers Conference, they created an annual award in honor of the incredible dedication and work of Billy Wilson and named it the Billy Wilson Matthew 516 Award. So imagine my shock when this year at the conference award ceremony, as Eva began to describe the winner, how she'd been given a lemon, actually many of them, and made lemonade, but didn't stop there. She went on to set up a lemonade stand and started helping others turn their lemons into lemonade. The rest of her words were a blur as I began to realize she was talking about me. To be awarded that honor spoke so deeply to my spirit. It has been the cry of my heart to shine for him in everything that I do, spotlighting his faithfulness every chance I get. And for this award to be the Matthew 516 award just completely blew me away. So for context, right before Jesus is talking about not putting your light under a bushel, verse 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father in heaven. One woman stopped me after the celebration and You know, she shared with me, Athena, I've been watching you from afar for over 20 years. Before you got sucked into the cult, while you were under that influence, and after God delivered you, and all that he has restored to you since that time. She said, you shine so brightly, and I am so proud of you. The word says, let another man praise you, not your own lips. And you have just seen that scripture happening to you. It just hit me as she said that to me that there were many on the faculty and even some attendees who had watched me rise to prominence with wine press, fall into captivity, receive deliverance by God, healed by Jesus, and then God restoring all that the enemy stole from me plus some. Well, I am just in awe of how God works and glorifies his name, showing off his faithfulness up close and personal. And then to have two other Romans 828 moments during that same week, and they were bookends to my time there. The fact that Linda Shazo was leading worship was another full circle moment that blew me away. You may not recognize the name, but we've all sung her worship songs over the years. Lord, you are more precious than silver, ancient words, be magnified, just to name a few. 
Well, I met her in 2010, right before Wine Press was transferred out of my name. And her book, More Precious Than Silver, The God Stories Behind the Songs of Linda Shazo, was published not long before I walked away and started blogging about my 12 years of deception and spiritual abuse. She was caught in the crossfire and had to pull her books out of the warehouse. These types of situations over the years, they have just always, always weighed heavy on me, knowing that my bad decision to let the company fall into the wrong hands was traumatic for so many authors. As Lynn and I reconnected on the first day of the conference, she could sense the regret in my heart. She said, Athena, look me in the eye. She says, listen to me. I forgive you. And I just completely lost it. I mean, tears are just pouring down my face as we hugged. I felt the heaviness leave and his peace return. She extended grace to me that I did not deserve. She was being Jesus with skin on. That's what she was to me that day. And then the last day of the conference found me at breakfast with Leslie Santa Maria. She is an editor who was there teaching the continuing class on children's book writing. She was brought in onto faculty at the last minute when award-winning children's book author Michelle Medlock Adams had to cancel. So I was so excited to reconnect with her because she used to edit for Wine Press and was actually the editor who tried to raise the red flag about the faulty theology espoused by Tim Williams. As we sat at breakfast and unpacked to the best of our recollection, she remembered second-guessing herself and being more tentative than she should have been, feeling some sense of regret for not being bolder, realizing what that manuscript led me into. So I had to share with her that I pondered the entire process of grooming that ensued as Tim and his wife, Carla, warned me against anyone who would question or speak against the scriptures that they were sharing and the way Tim presented them, proclaiming that anyone who did not agree with his interpretation really doesn't love God with all their heart. And of course, if that was the case, it was Tim's opinion that they were an idolater, which means we should have nothing to do with them. <sighs> yeah, according to that scripture, out of context. Well, I was able to reassure Leslie that even if she'd been more confident and bold her with her warning, it really wouldn't have changed anything because I'd already been manipulated into rejecting anyone who so much as raised an eyebrow. This was such a healing moment for us both. She hadn't followed my journey, so she didn't know all that God had done. So I had the opportunity to share his incredible faithfulness. And that filled her with hope for her own life. Oh yeah, then there's that. Hope. My first few days of the conference were a whirlwind of meeting conferees who'd attended the She Writes for Him conference online in May. 
I heard one story after another, how God moved in during their time at the conference. Just he moved in their lives in significant ways, unexpected ways, ways that had nothing to do with their writing and everything to do with their writing. In short, God met those women healing hearts in living rooms, home offices, bedrooms across the country and around the world. It was holy ground and sacred time for so many. Talk about the faithfulness of God to provide this idea to give hope to those whom God is calling to write and speak and declare his goodness. Think about this. On April 3rd of 2020, we were just doing our normal Redemption Press thing. And just one day later, the Lord orchestrated the idea of an online conference. So many people out there were quoting Esther 414. And who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. That was the scripture that was out there everywhere. But the piece that kept resonating with me was the first part of Esther 4.14 that most people don't ever quote. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. I felt such a sense of urgency that we needed to be equipped to declare with written or spoken words to bring hope to others during this life-altering pandemic. And so the conference idea, it was just born to make the most out of this time that we were going to be sequestered. Who knew that God wanted to do some deep healing with the women who attended so that they could be prepared to not be silent, but to share the hope they have in him. So right before the idea came, I'd started doing a daily Facebook Live called 21 Days of Fearless Courage. I knew I needed to speak up and encourage others to do the same. And it just grew from there into a conference and then into a She Writes for Him boot camp. I still look back in awe. So let's circle back around to that week, the morning after receiving the award in Florida, and right before my bookend breakfast with Leslie, my YouVersion app on my phone declared the scripture of the day, Proverbs 11.25b, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. I cannot tell you how encouraging it was to see this scripture in action and to realize that my heart to proclaim the faithfulness of God was actually refreshing others. And so I, in turn, was being refreshed, not just with the award, but with the stories of so many women whose lives have been enriched by the faithfulness of God in something he allowed me to be a part of. Then the cherry on top of this amazing God-sized Sunday, just right before I recorded the podcast, I went to my car to grab something out of my suitcase. I pulled it out of the outside pocket and along with the garment that I pulled out, fell this beautifully designed square card that said, for you are my handiwork, Athena, had my name written in, 
created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which I prepared in advance for you to do, Ephesians 2.10. I have no idea who put it in my suitcase or how long ago, but I just know that right at that time, I found it and it refreshed me all over again. You have to understand When you're under the spell of a narcissistic, sociopathic bully who tells you that you're wicked, you're going to lose your salvation if you don't do what they say because they speak for God, that you need to repent for who you are and be more like him and his wife because they have the inside track to God. Well, you have to understand when you hear that message over and over again for a dozen years, even after counseling and a ton of healing, the doubts still resurface. The lies of the evil one still come to accuse and condemn, twisting scripture to cause doubt and unbelief and shame. But how faithful our God is, who knows my struggles, And he meets me at just the right time to encourage me with his affirmation that I am right where he wants me, doing just what he called me to do. When I called home the other night to tell Ross about the award, and he was like remembering and thinking back to when he came with me to this conference. He said, seems like last time we were together there in Florida, something was happening and it was really hard kind of created a cloud over our entire time there. Do you remember that? So let me give you a little backstory. When I was here in Florida in 2013, teaching at the conference, I took a few extra days after the conference and spent a few of them at this wonderful beachfront property, bungalow, called Cedar Cove. That is actually where I was when I did this podcast. But then I was single. I'd been divorced for 13 years at that point, and I had not been on one date. I was really whiny. And every time I saw a couple walking on the beach, holding hands, I would be so sad, complaining to God that it was really taking way too long for him to bring me my Prince Charming. I mean, extra wine in my voice. Of course, little did I know what he had planned for me that less than 12 months later, he would deliver me into the arms of my knight in shining armor after his late wife of 49 years picked me out for him on her deathbed. So I brought my pastor hubby, Ross, with me when I taught in February of 2016. And I took him back to all the places I went and pouted about not having a husband. So in full circle fashion, I was able to have him with me at all those places, the conference and Anna Maria Island, rejoicing in God's amazing faithfulness. But that was a hard time for me business-wise. So it was a bittersweet trip. I was busy putting out fires long distance because we had some dire financial struggles at that time. And we had an author who was verbally abusive to my staff. My attention was focused on resolving the issues 
So it was difficult to really celebrate the way I had hoped with having Ross with me. To look back where we were as a company four and a half years ago and see how far God has brought us, how completely different the company is today and the company culture is, the financial stability and how strong it is now compared to those days, the systems in place, oh my goodness, so night and day, it is just stunning. So Ross's memories of the struggles during our last visit caused me great rejoicing now to look back and see all that God has done to work all things together for good in so many ways. I really do stand in awe of the faithfulness of God as I ponder all that he has done, all that he is doing right now, and all that he has planned to do in the future. I know he is sovereign and I know he can be trusted. I know my days are in his hands and I am right where he intended for me to be, encouraging others to find and declare his faithfulness and to remember the character of God that he always works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Amen and amen. So, hey, thanks for joining me today and Merry Christmas. I look forward to coming to you next week on New Year's Day on Redeemed and Restored. And as usual, I'd sure appreciate it if you would do the drill. Like, follow, share, comment. Maybe even share the link with someone who needs to be encouraged and have some hope. I would love to connect with you and hear how God is encouraging you. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.